The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. Jesus prayed for his disciples, saying, I have manifested thy name to, to the men whom thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them to me, and they have kept thy word. Now they know that everything that thou hast given me is from thee. For I have given them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. I am praying for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those whom thou hast given me, for they are thine. All mine are thine, thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to Thee. Holy Father, keep them in Thy name, which Thou hast given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. While I was with them, I kept them in Thy name, which Thou hast given me. I have guarded them, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the Scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not pray that thou shouldst take them out of the world, but that thou shouldst keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Thy word is truth. As thou didst send me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself, that they also may be consecrated in truth. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord God, we thank You that You have Come to us. We ask now, Lord, that you would speak to us. It will be your voice that we hear. And all else would fade into the distance but the voice of the Master. We pray, Father, that you would draw us to yourself. Sanctify us in truth, for your word is truth. And we ask this in the name of our mediator and our advocate, Jesus Christ. Amen. It is not uncommon at all uh, when uh, there's a a gathering uh, of sorts, a a group of Christian folks getting together, uh, that you would close that meeting uh, with a prayer, and particularly uh, if it is uh, a leader and those whom the leader uh, is leading. Uh, You might, if if I'm with a group of folks, I might say, well, let me, let me, before we go, let me pray for you. And and that is, um, that is exactly what uh, we have in our gospel passage tonight. Uh, It is uh, the night before Jesus uh, is going to be crucified. And uh, He has already uh, given them the bread and the wine and said, this is my body, this uh, is my blood. And He he got up after that and washed uh, their feet. 
And then he had a, a, lot, a lot of things to say to them. Uh, it's called the farewell discourse. We see it in John's uh, Gospel, uh, chapters 14 and 15 and 16. This is where he says, uh, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. This is where he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Abide in me and I will abide in you. This is where he says that he is going to send uh, the Holy Spirit to them. And this is where he says, uh, no longer do I call you servants, but I call you friends. And then he gets up and he prays. Let me, before we go, let me pray for us. And he prays over them. This prayer, we have about the middle half of it uh, in our passage tonight. And it's called the High Priestly Prayer. He's not alone in the garden uh, before. That's, that's, another, that's another scene that comes a few hours uh, later. But he's, he's with him. You can imagine just the, the emotion of this scene. Jesus has told them that the, the ones that he has been with for, the, for three years, the ones who have stood under his ministry, he's going away and they're confused and they're hurt. And this may be the last time that he stands over them uh, as a group and they're knelt down in the Lord of the universe, Jesus Christ, is standing over them and praying for them. What an emotional, uh, emotional scene that must have been. And he comes to, uh, it, it becomes clear that, that he is not praying just uh, for the eleven. Judas has already gone out. It's not, he's not just praying for the eleven. But he is, uh, he is praying for all who would believe in him. He's praying for you. Uh, and for me. And he prays, he's praying for his followers. And, and I want to draw your attention to the last three verses that we have, uh, verses 17 through 19, uh, that Jesus prays for his followers that the Father would sanctify them in the truth. Sanctify them uh, in the truth. So I want to talk about uh, sanctification tonight. And I want to ask three questions and talk about those. Uh, what is it? What is sanctification? And given what sanctification is, therefore, number, question number two, what is Jesus asking exactly? And then, uh, how will that come about? So what is it? What is sanctification? What exactly is Jesus asking for? And how will that which He's asking for come uh, about? So first, what is uh, sanctification? The Greek word is Hagiadzo. Now, if you are uh, particularly particularly nerdy, or if you um, if you're maybe a crossword puzzler or something like that, then you may know that hagiography. You might know what hagiography is the study of the saints. Uh, that is, uh, it comes from that word uh, hagiadzo in Greek. Uh, when when uh, Paul addresses uh, when he writes his letters to the saints in Philippi, to the saints in Corinth, that word uh, saint is. Um, Hagiazo or Hagias. When the angels cry out in Revelations, holy, 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 they're calling it Hagias, Hagias, Hagias. Uh, in the Lord's Prayer, where Jesus is teaching the disciples to pray, and he says, um, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Hagias is your name. That's, that's the word. And this uh, word that Jesus is praying over his disciples is uh, make them holy. Holyify. That's not really a word in English. So it's sanctify. Holyify them. Make them holy. Uh, 
the scholar D.A. Carson uh, says, uh, holy is an adjective that is reserved for God. It means that He is other, that He is completely apart. And so we know that uh, nothing which is defiled can be acceptable to God because He is holy. And so what essentially Jesus is praying is that uh, for His disciples, for you and for me, that He would make us, that the Father would make us acceptable to Him, to the Father. That He would take us out of the profane, out of our sinful condition, and make us like Him. That He would make us holy. That He would reserve us. That He would set us apart from the world. That He would call us out of the world for Himself, making us pure, making us sacred, uh, making us holy. So, make them acceptable uh, for yourself is what Jesus is praying. That's what, that's what um, He is, uh, that's what it means to be sanctified, is to be holy. So, what exactly is Jesus asking? Uh, he's asking for the Father to do it. You can't make yourself holy and neither can I. Um, uh, we can't do that. But He's also asking the Father to make us holy in the truth. He says, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Now, it's interesting, isn't it, that, that in the Gospel of John, that the word truth and the word word are both words that are used to describe Jesus Himself. Remember, Jesus said in this farewell uh, discourse, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And in the very first verse of John, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word, the word was with God, and the Word was God, speaking specifically uh, about Jesus. Jesus, as the Word of God, the truth of God, He is the incarnate expression of God. He is the very character and being of God with flesh on. He is the truth of God, and He is the Word of God. That's why St. Paul would write to the Corinthians that Jesus Christ is our sanctification. Christ is our sanctification. And why Paul is constantly saying that we are in Christ. Not just that we are uh, sort of members of a church that are scattered around like we're, um, that we're uh, you know, sort of card-carrying members, dues-paying members, but they're actually like bodily members, like we're part of Him. He's the, he, we're, we're members of His body. We're part of His body. We're in Christ. And what we are identified with is, is Jesus Christ. We are in Christ as believers in Christ. And so it is our status of identification with Jesus Christ that determines our acceptability to God. You are holy if you are in Christ. You are sanctified if you are in Christ. Now, you may look at your life like I look at my life and say, but I, I am not holy. I am not sanctified. And, I, and I've been thinking about this and I was reminded of Epiphany. Specifically, Epiphany uh, 2007 when I was uh, ordained a priest. And if you've ever been to an ordination service, uh, the, the part, there's the part in the service where the, the priest or the candidate to become a priest is kneeling down and the bishop lays his hands on the priest's head. He's praying for him. And all the other priests have gathered around him. And they're, all, they're laying hands on, 
on the candidate, and, and they're laying hands on each other, and there's this big circle, and nobody can see him because he's down uh, kneeling. And, um, and, and the bishop prays, uh, Lord, fill him uh, with your Holy Spirit and make him a priest in your church. Now I can remember standing up after that prayer. And I was fully priesthood. There was, there was no sense in which I was not ordained, set apart uh, to be a priest. And yet, I had a lot to learn. And I still do. When we are made holy, we are completely holy. We are totally justified. There is no more cleansing in the heavens that we, that we can possibly ask for if we are in Christ because our righteousness is His righteousness. His righteousness is imputed to us as our righteousness. And when God looks at us, He looks and He sees Jesus because we are in Christ. And yet we have a lot to learn. And so there is a sense that we are fully sanctified and there is also a sense in which we are learning day by day to live into our justification. We are learning to live the Christian life. And so I hope that after uh, years of being in Christ that you can look back o- over your life and, and notice where uh, sin has been peeled away from your life, addictions or, or habits. But there's also a very real sense in which maybe out, outwardly we are less sinful the more sanctified we become, the more aware of the, we are of the depth of our sin. That's part of the deal. And so, uh, we are sanctified. He is asking us to sanctify us in Himself. Both uh, once and forever. Sanctify. Uh, he is praying for His disciples that we would be sanctified in truth. Now, how is this accomplished? Verse 19. Jesus says, I consecrate Myself that they may be consecrated in truth. Now, I don't know why the word, uh, the word, the translators of this version use the word consecrate. It's a fine translation, except that they've just said the word sanctify, and it's the exact same word in Greek. It's hagias. Hagiazo. Jesus sets Himself apart. He sanctifies Himself. He reserves Himself for the service of God. Now, He can do that. You and I can't sanctify ourselves. Jesus can do that because He's God. He is the incarnate expression of the character of God. He can do that. And He clipped uh, to him, He clipped our profanity to Himself. I just have this uh, image of, um, you know, like He's taking gear and He's, put, he's just sort of loading Himself down. We, we go on these men's hikes and, and it's amazing what guys will clip to their backpacks. And it's just kind of flopping all around. And he, he, just, he clips it all to himself and dives down into the depth of death. Your uh, profanity, your uh, sinful nature, your very self, what the reformers called the old man, that all of our self that was before Christ. And he takes that with him down to the only place that a sinful uh, death can lead into hell and He left it all there. He went there on our behalf and He left it all there for those of us who are in Christ. And He comes up, emerged from the depths 
of death in royal resurrection. In royal resurrection. Jesus sanctified Himself in death so that He might sanctify you and me in life. In for life. In to life. He sanctifies Himself. It's by His death and by His resurrection that we are sanctified. Now what I want you to hear in this and what I want you to gather as you're sort of knelt down with the disciples, with Jesus praying this over you, is that it is actually God Himself that is praying this for you. That they may be sanctified in truth. This is the second person of the Trinity praying to the first person of the Trinity for you and for me. Do you hear the heart that is behind that plea? Do you hear the incredible uh, love? Make this one holy. Reserve Barry for me. Take Talitha and make her mine. Set her apart for me. Because I love him. Because I love her. Not because you and I are worthy of that love, but to highlight and to exalt the love of God that isn't given to us in Christ. It is for his glory. It is for his glory that we are made like him. And He takes that which is decidedly not holy. And in His great love, and in His redeeming glory, and in His atoning sacrifice, He declares it to be holy. Do you understand what it is to be holy? Do you understand that angels fall down and worship those saints who have gone before us into heaven? Because they are in Christ. Because we are co-heirs with Christ. We walk around and we don't, we don't understand what has been given to us out of the love of God. We have been declared holy. And it is, it is in realizing what it is that we have been given in Christ that, that awes us. It makes us want to worship. It makes us want to live a holy life. To actually live into that which has been declared and spoken over us in Christ. With the Holy Spirit working in us so we are fully sanctified and we are becoming sanctified so that one day we will be sanctified in heaven with Christ. We are made acceptable to God the Father through the Son in the power of the Holy Spirit, sanctified in the truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just pray for myself and for these people, this congregation here present, that You would teach us to live into Your prayer. That You would teach us what it means to live a holy life. That we would not go... Uh, think that we are progressing more and more in holiness such that we are less and less in need of a Savior, but that more and more as we understand what You have given to us in Yourself, that we would desire to live a life of holiness, to honor You and to please You, and to be a bear witness to the world. You didn't, you didn't set Your disciples apart to be a holy huddle, but to send them out, out of the world and back into the world to bear witness to You. Lord, make us holy. Sanctify us in truth that we might glorify You in this world and witness 
to your great love. And Lord, it is in the confidence of that great love that we pray this. Amen.